Ho, ho, ho. Happy holidays, you weird-ass creatures. <laughs> creatures of the void. Creatures of the, the void. void. Dashing through the void. Yeah, in a one-horse open the... void. <laughs> in a horse... Conjuring the, the abyss. Yeah, the skeletal slide. The skeleton. I I don't know. Dashing through the void in a one-horse skeletal sleigh. Okay. I don't know the rest. I what, what even is the rest? What are we doing? We'll work we'll on it. Whatever. We'll on it's another episode. It's episode ten. It's Woo! the holiday extravaganza. We part did it. one. Yeah, part one. Damn right. Part. This is. We have a lot to cover. Yeah. Uh for you guys listening, it's just another Sunday. Your three best friends. Popping up on your Spotify feed, uh, yeah, we, we haven't re- we haven't recorded in a long time. Actually, we kind of no. backlogged a lot of stuff because we all had. Uh, we had to. We had to. We had vacation plans. We had Christmas coming up. I had to dip out of the country. Yeah. And I'm back. Yep. I survived. You weren't Mexico. taken. You were not no, taken. I was not taken. Um, do you want to tell the viewers the top two things? Because I asked Jess and I asked Brody. Hey. What do you guys want me to bring back from Mexico? Right. Do you remember the first thing you said to me? Was it tequila? No. That was... sounds like me if I said tequila. No. I think the first thing I said was tequila. That, yeah, that yeah. was just. Well, I mean, like, if you're going to go to Mexico, you got to get tequila. It's like, I want a tequila with the worms still in it. Uh, I forget <laughs> I forget what you asked me to get, but I do remember know that you gave me a tiny little handmade ashtray, and I thought it was very cute. Yes, I did get you the ashtray. But the first thing you said to me was, Rose, I want you to come home. Aww. That oh, was so yeah. sweet. How thoughtful. I just, highlight how I just thoughtful. asked for things right away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very materialistic yes. person. Yes, I, I am, yeah. I was coming home, and Brody was like, just in case you don't, I want to reiterate you need to come home. Yeah. I, I need to keep doing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're back. They're safe. We're back. And what were we doing right before we started recording, guys? And what are you continuing to yeah, do, Yeah, and what Rose? are you still doing right now? Oh, my God. Okay, on the topic of tequila, um, I have with me a concoction that my stepmother suggested mm-hmm. because... Um, What's the whole story? Like, you told me you were walking was, down the streets yep. of Mexico, dum-de-dum-de-dum. So, in the area that we were, we're in downtown, let's just say this city um we're, we're downtown and each store has a person out front saying hey come look at my store come buy something from me blah 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 we're like no 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 we're just gonna keep walking we walk by a tequila shop a tequilery yeah and the guy <laughs> tequilery mockingbird he yes. comes over he waves at us he goes hey hey i've got all kinds of tequilas i got this flavor i got that flavor mm-hmm. we're like no 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 he goes i have reese's pieces flavored tequila I whipped around so fast. Yep. I'm like, excuse you? Reese's Pieces. What is this? And how do I try it? My mm-hmm. stepmother and my dad just burst into laughter because I whipped around so hard, man. Yep. And the guy's like, come here, I'll show you. He got out this big-ass bottle of peanut butter tequila mm-hmm. and a smaller bottle of chocolate tequila, mixed the two together, and oh my God, they tasted just like Reese's Pieces. Thanks. So naturally, I had to buy it. Naturally. I bought both. I brought it home. But the nail in the coffin for me buying the tequila in the first place was my stepmother said, hey, this would be awesome over vanilla ice cream. Cut to right now. Cut to right now. I am eating my 
tequila drenched vanilla ice cream don't regret it one bit it no. is amazing it it's is... like a more boozy deconstructed mudslide yeah oh my god it's, it's the perfect it's the perfect way for you to enjoy booze yeah right? i agree yeah you, you specifically yeah yeah because like jess said it earlier just when you get like the tequila taste just as it was becoming overwhelming you get this snap of vanilla mm-hmm. and it's such a pleasant experience yeah like you think you're like oh this might be a little too much just to eat with a spoon and then boom there's the ice cream flavor and it really kind of mellows each other out you know yeah it does it complements it so well if i had Mm -hmm. a blender i would have made milkshakes for us but i mean i do have a blender but that's just a mess i was thinking about that like that would be like the way better way to do it it would be such a mess it's just better than like eating it with a spoon brody Mm. in the car we were driving home and uh he's like man i'm gonna make a milkshake out of it i'm like okay do we even have the materials to make milk? I don't He's have like, milk, and I don't want to mess up my blender because God, I hate cleaning blenders. I hate cleaning anything in general, but man, especially blenders, mm. it sucks. But that is what I'm eating right now. That's what you're eating slash drinking. Uh, personally, for me, I went all out for the holidays. I I kind of just saw a recipe that was a martini. What the what even is a martini? Isn't it like? Because the way I it's always... like a certain amount of liquor is is supposed to be in a martini. Um, I, I it's a strained and chilled concoction in a martini glass. Well, this calls itself a martini, and I'm not drinking out of a martini glass at all. <laughs> I don't own any. It is. I'm not gonna ever buy any. It's a cranberry gin martini with some sage infused in there. Yes, gin is amazing. Gin is great. Uh, you know, like all I drink now is whiskey and gin. I like those drink, are the only like. Like, I'll I'll drink some tequila if you you know pour it on some ice cream for me like you're so <laughs> kind to do. I don't like tequila, but I love this kind of tequila. Oh my god, I love tequila. Give me a good bottle of gin, some mm-hmm. Sprite, ginger ale, soda water. I didn't always like gin. I always thought it was like the weird one that makes me sad all the time. I, but, oh really? I've been yeah. drinking gin and tonic since I was like nineteen. Yeah. Every every aunt's favorite. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Gin. That's is my me favorite. now. Oh yeah, you're you are not. Yeah, I am. You are not, and you drink like yeah. one too. Yeah, it, it's not born yet, but I will be soon. But yeah. I still am an aunt in spirits. Yeah, you're turning. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that 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 is exact the exact kind of humor that an aunt would wear on like a Saturday oh, afternoon. Oh, I will t-shirt. never <laughs> wear quotes on my shirt like that. You say that, but one no, day, it's but one day I'm gonna one give you a gift. Happen. It's like let the I'd good times be on my body than wear. <laughs> I would really much rather get that tattooed on my body than wear a shirt. I, I think you guys know I'm not kidding. About yeah, no, that's yeah. <laughs> totally. That's a little more hardcore. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go real hard on this aunt shit. Nice. <laughs> what are you guys doing for the holidays? I, d- I know you're done. Yeah, Brody's Brody's done. done. <laughs> yeah, no, I fucking cleaned my hands so well. With <laughs> That's the way to do before, it. Fuck. Before even December 1st, all my... <laughs> Holiday shit was just down the window. Yeah, we, we've talked about this before, how he's the lucky one. He's like, all right, my yep. family, they came in for Thanksgiving. Hanukkah, bitches. We yeah. Hanukkah. They left. Yep. And I'm done. We came, we saw, we conquered all on Hanukkah. First <laughs> night, watched football. It was great. You're not fully done yet because I have Christmas gifts for you here today. Oh. Oh, yeah, Jess, you have mine. Yeah, they're, they're, in, the yeah, they're in the closet over here. In part two. 
Yeah. Mm. So even though you celebrate Hanukkah, you're yeah. celebrating. We're saving that as like the big too. dessert for like a, what we plan on being a long night because we've got a lot to talk about. We yeah, have so we much do. to talk about. There's a lot. To we we get we, we it's been a while since we actually recorded. We got a lot to catch up on, including. Uh, we just want to really go over like some holiday stuff as well as something that to me kind of replaced Christmas. You know what I mean? Like what, everyone what? celebrated one thing and not oh, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spiderman's. Spiderman. Spiderman. Oh, are we going to talk so about much... Spiderman first? At, no. no, we're doing we we're doing holiday movies first, and okay, then part sorry, two guys. is going to be all Christmas. It... Not all all Spider Man. I mean. Yeah. To be fair, we were listening. Brody and I in the car were listening to a very was it very Spider Man Christmas? Oh yeah, from Into the Spider Verse, the fake album within the movie. Oh, that's but fantastic! They it on Spidey Bells, Gollum smells no. something else <laughs> about Christmas. Uh, the Spidey was it Spidey car lost its wheel? Spidey ATV? Spidey hoverboard? Something lost its wheel. Yeah. <laughs> it was a train wreck. Whipping through Midtown. Yeah. <laughs> and Brody, not even halfway through the song. This is the first song he brought up on the album. Mm-hmm. I've listened to the entire album. And it just devolves. Man, I fucking love that. It's song. like you think I love the whole album. You think they run out of like concepts. No. They just keep hitting they just you with keep it. Going. And at one point, like halfway through the song, it's just like this is kind of melting my brain. I can't. But yeah, we listened to that because I tried to put on Save the City, mm. but Brody vetoed that and said no. Look, I just, it's too much. Like, I this morning, oh yeah, Hawkeye, the finale came out this morning. We'll get to that later. But, and, yeah. And you've just been listening to that all the time, and like, I've had it stuck in my head. I just want for re-clarification, and I know my memory is terrible in general, but like, do you like this? Like, do you like the song, right? You're not ironically listening to it. No, I'm unironically listening to it. Okay. I'm like, it's an earworm. Jess, would you like me a, can we play it? Uh, no, I'll play as, we can listen to it on our break. Yeah, Disney's gonna come after us. I'll play. Oh, they'll it. come after us hard. And I'll play no as much as I can. Le- they'll find us. I'll play as much as us. I can legally play right now. Yay! Yeah, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yeah, Disney, don't sue us. Yeah. <laughs> we we are fans. Um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of fun Christmas stuff that we really want to talk about. Very apropos. Because this comes out literally the day after Christmas. Boxing Day, as the Canadians Woo! call it. Yeah. I you thought you were done. No, you got see, one more thing to do. No, no. See, that's that's my big day for shopping. Fun mm-hmm. Black Friday. For me, it's Boxing Day. Oh, my God. Yeah. I went to the mall yesterday, and it was horrible. I waited mm-hmm. in line at Victoria's Secret for 30 minutes. That's Maybe way. even longer. And they were screaming children, and it was hot in there. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just terrible. But I did get hibachi after, and that was awesome. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And yes, I caught the piece of chicken he was throwing in my mouth. Nice. On the third try. It's never happened to me before. That's fine. My friend caught hers too. That's, that was her first time too. Woo! And then three other people at our table did. It was miraculous. It was a Christmas miracle, honestly. It really was. <laughs> True Christmas miracle. Yeah. Everyone yep. catches a bocce chicken that's thrown. Yeah. Now, a follow-up question to this. Um, do, you, do you guys do two yum yum sauces or a yum yum and a ginger when you go to hibachi? What's your two protocol? Ginger. You do two ginger? Yeah. You're an outlier, and I, I should have expected that. <laughs> I don't like the yum yum. What? I don't, I don't like what it it's is. It's a food so nice they named it twice, Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, I stick to ginger. No, it's, what? Hey! 
Y'all don't do yum yum sauce? No. It's weird. I mean, I do both. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Why is it weird? It's odd. You just, you were eating sriracha mayonnaise earlier and it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 like eating sushi while doing this. I picked the one food that like I'm not gonna crunch on. Sushi's awesome. Yeah, man. I'm like me who just picks out what was it? Cheese Cheez-Its and Goldfish was like the noisiest fucking thing I could have picked. Well Jess this. Jess is like the snack person. She Jess is a snack friend. She'll give you snacks. She I has, will, yeah. yeah. I, whatever I have. And she has yeah. like all the goldfish and the cheesy puffs and the other thing that Or just... I'll make you a quesadilla. Hell yeah. She's done that multiple times for me. Yeah, whenever Rose is hungry, I'm like, oh my god, I'm just going to make you a quesadilla. <laughs> Mainly because she doesn't want to hear me complain that I'm hungry. No, I mean like I'll feed you whenever you're hungry. Like I just don't always have things for a meal around. But I know bread and cheese always makes you extremely happy. Yeah. Like a soft bread and cheese. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I know your preferences. That's why yeah. you, you want to make me happy, Brody. Just make me a fun Oh, easy peasy. Yeah. Or a grilled cheese. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Same thing. It, same thing. But like not too much cheese. No, there's a perfect balance. Um, yeah. Perfect if, if it's only cheese, then like it's weird. I think like the cheese to bread ratio needs to be a little even or less cheese to bread. Is this what you expected on our Christmas extravaganza, <laughs> people? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, cheese consumption has got to shoot up rapidly during this time of year. Probably. I still have to go shopping for cheese. Uh, go to Aldi. Seriously. No, I'm being sent to Wigman's. Yeah, well, it, you can get the same stuff at Aldi for half the price. No, this shit comes like it's imported from fucking Italy. Aldi has the best goat cheese. It's not goat cheese, surprisingly. I don't know what kind of cheese it is, but it's imported and it's amazing. I had a vanilla blueberry goat cheese from Aldi over Thanksgiving. That was awesome. I want to talk about Hanukkah. You okay. can. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about Hanukkah because it came before Christmas. Therefore, I'm going to talk about it before we get to the Christmas movies. And to be okay. fair, we've already discussed a lot of Hanukkah. Yeah. Hold on. What is your favorite Hanukkah? Because we're talking about cheeses. We're talking about food. What's my favorite Hanukkah cheese? What's your favorite? Is there a Hanukkah cheese? <laughs> is there a Hanukkah cheese? Yeah. You, it's, suppo- it's only supposed to last for one day, but you eat it for eight. Oh my god, you know nothing about Hanukkah. I do. No, I do. I just I was gonna ask you if it's an oily cheese, but I didn't want to. <laughs> Alright, but I was Hanukkah for the kicker. Hanukkah food. Said that though. was the kicker. Hanukkah food is like the the basic idea is like it's all just a celebration of oil. So you gotta fry something in oil, and that's just lakis. And lakis is just something that I I only really have it on Hanukkah, but I wish I could eat it every day. Oh my god, lakas are so good. It would just kill me immediately, but I would so well. I would like one for breakfast every day. Wait, real quick, before we get to that food stuff, more food stuff. Uh, sour cream or applesauce? Sour cream. Rose? Rose? What do you put on your latkes? Nothing. I eat mine just plain. I put some Texas Pete in that sour cream too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I eat plain. That's like the Eight. second worst thing you could say next to ketchup. Oh yeah, don't do ketchup. Don't do ketchup. I think most things don't need ketchup. Unless you're Patrick Mahomes. Who's that? Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> he's the quarterback know. for the Kansas City no. Chiefs. He's 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 a cute he boy really who just he's really yes. good at football and he just drowns everything in ketchup. It's yes. disgusting. Just like Donald Trump. But I want to talk about Hanukkah. <laughs> just 
really? <laughs> yeah, I would imagine Donald Trump puts ketchup on everything he eats. I mean, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> he's like though? looking at Rose, like, "Are you serious? You know the man puts ketchup on everything." I want to talk about Hanukkah, and I want to talk about what a lot of people call the best, but I call the only Hanukkah special movie. Okay. I know what you're talking about, and it's the only Hanukkah movie I can think of. Yeah. And yes, I saw it in theaters when I was a kid. Really? I didn't yeah. think it came out in the theaters. Oh, it did. <laughs> it well, did. <laughs> Eight Crazy Nights from Adam Sandler. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, just, like, kill me now. Ren- world-renowned filmmaker Adam Sandler. World-renowned filmmaker producer, Adam Sandler. And it's like, I'm not here to shit on Sandler because I, I do. Won't, I mean, I, I don't want to because... It's so easy to shit on his movies, but I actually do have some respect for what he does. I watched it on the plane. You know what? Um, that's that's home, the average he, experience. He, he, yeah, uh, coming home from Mexico. Every now, every now and then, you're gonna just totally write him off. He does something like Uncut Gems or Punch Drunk Love. Oh, or even like you can always credit just like even Billy Madison as being like a straight up knockout. Billy Madison's wonderful. Funny people. I know that that's like not. I really love funny him. people. Funny people were great. Oh, funny people is wonderful. I just think it's two separate movies. You're you're looking confused. Funny people is a Judd Apatow movie with Adam Sandler in it. He's pretty okay. much playing Adam Sandler, but a little different. Yeah, but it's, it's okay. but like he's just living in like a big mansion, watching all the shitty movies he's made, and it's like, okay, this is obviously it's Adam him Sandler. making fun of himself. Mm-hmm. It's it's that it's really clever. Like such a oh my gosh, like sad comedy kind of thing. Yeah, that's exactly what Judd Apatow is all about. The dramedies, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, really quickly before we actually talk about Eight Crazy Nights, can we just relive the moment that he? <laughs> makes a spoof movie with him as a tiny baby with this full-grown adult head on the baby yeah <laughs> so. and, then, and at the same time he's just like man this script never worked out but it'll do great as a background in this movie <laughs> yeah. what? like oh he, you know he that's needed, the truth he needed to come up with like a what's a shitty movie that i would make and, and there's the, a lot of them, like trailers, like uh, like people's posters. They, they did so. The movie within the, the movie. In this movie is so the good. movie within the movie that makes uh, Adam Sandler's character hate what he's done as an artist is mm-hmm. the movie where I guess he turns into a baby and it's like his head on a little baby body, I and it's hate just that. and no, no, and he has good. to learn how to be a man. Yeah, no, it's good. Funny and people is really good. See the the expression on my face. Yeah, you. Mm-hmm. It's just it's the saddest I've ever seen someone eat ice cream and tequila. Yeah, oh, that's a really good point. Look what you've done, Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> Why couldn't you make a better Christmas special or Hanukkah special? I Hanukkah say. special. Yeah, of course. We would never make a Christmas special. But but he, doesn't doesn't he have a Hanukkah song? Yeah. Yeah, like that's. Hold on to your yarmulke, cause yeah, here comes Hanukkah. And you gotta do it like he does, like a, like you're cooing like a baby. Yeah. Why on your yarmulke? Yes, Brody. I'm not one for impressions. I'm one for the goofiest of them. I can't but I'm just gonna give it. people who are confused about a crazy nights a little rundown. Uh, it's an animated Hanukkah movie where Adam Sandler plays. Uh, uh, worn out, depressed version of himself who doesn't like I'm Christmas or Hanukkah. Here. Yeah, really. No, <laughs> and then he has to do some court shit, and then he's kind of brought up by the town's resident goofy old man, and he has to learn to let go of the past so he can be a better person today. It's not great. Now, uh, and, and you know, it's funny because I don't even remember all of that plot. All I remember is all the weird stuff going on in that mall. Yeah. 
I just found something because I was reminded. Oh, right. We're talking about. Rose just brought up the the night night before before with uh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, which isn't necessarily all Hanukkah. It's like a Hanukkah included. But at the same time, it's like, I will pay you a dollar if you can tell me one plot point from that movie. I haven't seen it. Me neither. And I've seen, I thought I've seen most of Seth Rogen's comedies. I don't think anyone really remembered that. I did. No, I did. Did you see it? I saw half of it. And then I stopped watching. They started talking about this thing called Hanukkah, and I was like, oh, I gotta turn this on. Yeah. Oh, no, Jews. Click. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Jews. The horror. (laughs) Get it away. Get it away. Zoinks. (laughs) But no, like, I, I... and I, I'm sure like a lot of people love the fact that they have a Hanukkah movie, but like it had to be this, it had to be a shitty Adam Sandler movie where it's just him self complimenting himself, playing all the roles, where it's like, and like the first scene is like him eating Chinese food, and you can definitely tell like what kind of depictions he has for the Chinese food store owners. It's bad. Oh no! Is it a horrible caricature? It's horrible caricatures. Yeah. There, the there's a joke where it's a bunch of reindeers eating poop. It's a bunch of like shitty toilet humor for like teenage people to be like that's. Oh, it's a lowbrow movie. For it's sure. super lowbrow. Yeah. And but it, you know what really pisses off even me off more than that? What? Not the fact that this is the only Hanukkah movie. The animation. Oh, it's terrible. No, the animation is so good. I don't remember liking it. The animation is really good. This shit looks like Iron Giant. Oh, does it? Yeah, it looks... The animation style... So a lot of time was put into it. A lot of time, a lot of effort, was a it, lot of good design. I don't know if it's all hand-drawn. I'm sure like there's like, some sequence that they just computered in. But I a lot of the, the animation... Iron Giant. Yeah, the, it's oh, yeah. the same. It, visually, it yeah, looks a I lot see, like anim- yeah, Iron I, Giant. I, I almost, when I say I almost watched it on the plane coming home from Mexico, I pulled up the um, the... Trailer. Yeah. I watched the trailer and decided, eh, not today, Adam Sandler. Good for you. I, that, that sentence what do we say to so Adam often. Sandler? Not today. Not today. Not today. But no, that's just like my quick gripe. And if you want a, like a real good special for Hanukkah, watch that one Rugrats episode. It's better. Rugrats? I'll yeah. you. Yeah. The meanie of Hanukkah. Oh, I can't even oh, like yeah. remember. I that's uh, it. recall anything in popular culture that has a really good representation of Hanukkah. Like I'm trying. Well, I mean, like to be real, as a Jew myself, I can tell you Hanukkah isn't actually that big of a deal. It's just it has to compete with Christmas, so people make it a big deal. Ah. Do you want it to be a big deal? Wouldn't mind. Yeah. So we should. Look, I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I am a Jewish person who spent a lot of his days in the South. And it's not the best place to be Jewish. Oh, no, no. no. Especially, like, I, I don't know. It's not the best place to not be religious also. Like, just one. Well, I mean, like, religious, religious like, but, like, one religious. 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 But no, I just grew up with a lot of microaggressions. Like, how much of the Quran do you know? And it's like, <laughs> what do you worship? And it's like, some people just would throw change at my brother because they thought that was funny. Oh, that's Bruh. terrible. It's the South, people. <laughs> Lord, welcome to. Well, the I hope South. you at least kept that money. I mean, he did. <laughs> In fairness, I think like one day, this is gonna sound really bad. There was one day where it's like at the end of a school year, he collected so much enough money to buy a video game. A cat, <laughs> and just to just to give you a heads up, a regular school year is 180 days, 
and a video game at like usual price costs $60, I'll let you do the math of how much of a hate crime he got. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm glad he at least got something he wanted out of it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, look, they're, they're throwing money at you. And I'm sorry I'm kind of laughing, but it... <laughs> no, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's such a funny situation. It's horrible, but like... No, I mean, it's truly horrible. How old was your brother? Oh, it must have been like early high school days. Okay, less okay. less horrific. I mean, still bad, but mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want to picture a fucking third grader getting yeah. pelted with coins. Yeah. They're in high school. I wouldn't even say pelted. Like, like a lot of people do the pelting. Oh, like, here's your money, bitch. Yeah, it's just like throw it and just watch him scurry towards it. That's like. <laughs> oh, like in the. Well, then Assassin's maybe he should. Yeah, maybe... just like in Assassin's Creed oh. when you want to distract the poor people. And you it's you like... throw the coin. You throw your money. There's a. Well, oh, you flip a coin to distract people too. Yeah, but like no, in Assassin's Creed, you literally just chuck like hundreds of dollars into a street yeah, and like, watch go, everybody. Peasants. Literally, go peasants, chuck throw like hundreds of dollars into the street and watch everybody like swarm the area so the guards can't get you. We all develop different coping mechanisms. <laughs> yeah. Just from watching Adam Sandler, uh, you know. Yeah, some of it's really tell. bad, some of it's really enjoyable, and some of it's quite compelling. Although I don't think he is personally responsible for anything that I would consider compelling. I mean, yeah. We're, we're also talking about somebody who will gladly go on a murder spree in Assassin's Creed. Adam Sandler? Adam Sandler? Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler murders in video games? Uh, he just plays bad. I bet you he only plays sports video games. Maybe Call of Duty. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm absolutely. not going to lie. I, I was... could totally see him doing like no. a whole on murder spree no. in a Ubisoft game. No. I think he... I don't think... I think he... if he wants to play a game, he just plays like real basketball. Yeah. He's a really... He's a, he's really good at basketball in real life. I always mm-hmm. forget that. Yeah, so I think if he actually does play... That's another thing. This whole movie revolves around him playing basketball and trying to get involved with the basketball. And they have a musical number called That's a Technical Foul. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like white. Are we going to insert a clip of it right here? If you touch the thermostat... You'll get hit with a bat. That's a technical foul. You will feel my wrath. There it is. (laughs) That's, that's, That's the... That's a song that goes on for way too long right there in that yeah, exact crazy We actually legally crazy can voice. play more, but we're just not going to. No, we got a lot more on the docket in terms of, like, real holidays. I mean, Hanukkah is a real holiday. Mm. You know what my problem is with Hanukkah? Mm. Not enough nights. <laughs> eight crazy nights ain't enough? No. Give me a year. You want every day to be Hanukkah. Yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's... Um, I'm sure there's like some kind of thing that does a year long celebration. Yeah, I'm sure it's out there. Look, if Christmas wasn't like turned into such a capitalistic thing, it, shit wouldn't be on shelves for like two or three months, just shoving it down our throats. Actually, fun something I found interesting: the area that I was in, Mexico, um, no, there nobody was playing Christmas music. Nobody was doing anything for Christmas because they had a. Uh, they had a holiday, so I fly in, mm-hmm. and then a day later, there's this, like, specific holiday for some saint that they honor, and then they had a rest day, so they had that holiday, they had a rest day, and then, to avoid overshadowing the saint's day, that holiday that they had just um, celebrated, that's when they started doing their Christmas stuff. Hmm. Nobody was doing anything Christmas, like they had some of the decorations up and whatnot because it's a pain in the ass, 
but it really wasn't decorated or Christmas, it wasn't in full swing where I was until after the Saints Day. Is it kind of like what we do uh, after like Halloween where it's like immediately take down all the decorations, put up Christmas ones after the Saints Day? No, so there were Christmas decorations, but not in mass. Okay. You understand what I mean? Like there were some big ass trees that took probably a few hours to put oh, up. Oh, but there's just mm-hmm. such a huge Christmas economy here. Yeah. yeah. It's just a totally different world. Mm-hmm. in that regard i just found that fascinating consumerism because i didn't notice it i i was so i've been so used to like being in the u.s and seeing christmas stuff everywhere i didn't notice the lack of christmas in mexico until they started doing christmas dogs like hmm. the restaurants and the stores that we were passing through every other one had like some kind of christmas song or holiday theme to it if you woke up from a coma in mexico on christmas could you tell or would that's you just, a good question. That's would a, you just be yeah, like, yeah, that's a good way to, yeah. Would you just be me. like, huh? March is weird. They still have their decorations up. That's strange. No, you you could tell if you if I passed out, if I passed out last week before we got there and I woke up and they had all their Christmas stuff, I could tell it was Christmas. All right. I'm not a really big fan of a ton of Christmas music. I like it. To put on when I'm like uh, either de- well actually this year I watched my neighbor Totoro while I was de- decorating my tree, oh, which might become a tradition for me actually. I like that a lot more. I, I like that. Yeah, I like it's that very a lot pleasant. more. Yeah, it's I like mean, two it's really not... nice things. Actually, I mean it's more pleasant than watching London get destroyed every year. So, well, I'll get back to that. Oh, okay. When does London I, get I destroyed? thought I thought you were talking about no, something else. No, no, uh, that's one of the things I want to talk about. Yeah, it's just like the classic Christmas Brexit. <laughs> No. Nope. Nope. Not that. I was not going to touch. What else about Eight Crazy Nights? Uh, why is it? Why is it uh, such an ultimate failure? Because I feel, in its essence, it had good intentions. I mean, other than just making money. Good intentions, and it's trying to fill like a certain void. I feel, but that. Is, okay, here's a really dumb question: Is Adam Sandler Jewish? Yeah, he is. Yeah. No, white Protestant. How did I know? It's, it's all an act. No, he's Jewish. No. no I didn't know that. No, no he plays Jewish, know. like how Rob Schneider plays every other person in a very offensive I mean, way. Rose, he's Jewish. Seth Rogen played a Jewish character. No, he's not. Seth Rogen is Jewish. Is he? Yes. No, he's not. <laughs> yes, he is. Rose, yeah, I couldn't, Brody, I couldn't, Brody even, is I couldn't hold a straight face through that Rose one. He's the most Jewish-looking person ever. Seth, Adam Sandler's definitely Jewish. They're both I did not know this. Super, super Jews. Super Jews. <laughs> Said with love. I love them both. And it, whatever. I don't have to validate myself. They are. Self-proclaimed. <laughs> they make themselves both Jewish in everything that they're in, too. But yeah, just to get back to the question. Uh, I feel like there really is a void for, like, Christmas. Not Christmas. Fuck. <laughs> you think there's a void of Christmas, Christmas stuff? No. Holy I think there's shit. A, I think there's a void of... <laughs> I think there's a void of Hanukkah stuff and like there everyone's is. like, hey, that's cool. They're making a Hanukkah movie. And it's like, oh, it's just another Adam Sandler movie. You know, a way to get Hanukkah to become um, just as much of like a shelf stalker as Christmas or decorations. It has to become more normal to decorate more. I mean, for- you know, Hanukkah. you, you, know, you say it. that, but like anytime anyone puts up a menorah in, a, in like a store, Fox News is there like, oh, they're, <laughs> they're killing Christmas. They're taking away Santa. Yeah. They're trying like, to remove Santa. It's like, it's like Cloverfield. They're running really fast and sweating with mics over to the store like, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. The Jews. Yeah, the Jews are coming. They want revenge. 
I've seen some really cool menorahs, though, like some that look like unicorns or like cupcakes. Mm. I'm just saying, like, if we if we want to fill more shelves with Hanukkah things, yeah. we need to make it more mainstream to decorate outrageously for Hanukkah, and that's the only solution. Mm-hmm. Seriously. But I'm just gonna say, like, you got you gotta get a group of your friends, families, and then like the next year, guys, we're going crazy. We gotta put the we gotta make we gotta create a market for this. But you know what the real problem is? Over decorating for a holiday is some real white people shit. Yeah, it really is. I, I would specifically see- white Christian goyim. Goyim is the word. That's the... Goyim. That's the word of the day. Brody's Yiddish word of the day. Goyim just refers to non-Jewish people. Like muggles. Like, uh, yeah. But (laughs) that's actually more accurate than you think. But in a way that's like... And like the way me and my family use it is more like how people describe like really waspy Christian people. Oh, yeah. Well, they're everywhere. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. And I, I guess over-decoration and feeling like you have to do all that stuff kind of takes away from what the reason, like people say, the reason for the season. Yeah. And just like full on in my household, Christmas is not a religious holiday at all. Hanukkah should be subtle. There it is. We only get gifts because fucking we don't want children to be disappointed. <laughs> and I feel like Santa Claus is a tool to get your children to behave correctly. No, I think I was actually like fucking four or five when my mom told me like, hey, there's no Santa. We're Jewish. <laughs> I was nine. Nine? Yeah. When Rose gets back, we'll ask her. Yeah. When Rose gets back, we'll ask how old um, they were. I, um, I, yeah, I was nine and it wasn't too early for me. I was mentally really ready for it. It was like, we wouldn't stop bugging my mother. And I think we were taking a trip one Christmas and we were just so concerned that Santa, you know, tell Santa to find us. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't stop. There's three of us. We were incessant. I think she just honestly had a mental breakdown. I was like, there is no Santa. I think your we'll- father and I give you all your gifts. It's yeah. fine though. We're going to go, you get what you want. And I was like, oh, nice. Jess is getting Nintendo 64. So as soon as I, I didn't care, <laughs> like, I just did not care. I think like every smart kid kind of figures it out. But then is like, hey, if I keep pretending like I don't know, I'm going to get presents. Yeah. Well, my parents sold it so good for so long. Ah, Rose, you're back. My dad would even like hop on the roof of the house. Satan was outside and I wanted to go say hello and make sure he tried my uh, peanut butter chocolate. Concoction. Concoction. Rose, how old were you when you were told that there was no Santa Claus? I actually figured it out. You were one of the smart kids. No, so there was a scooter. No. I know. So there was I was as dumb as they come. I didn't know there wasn't a Santa, though. Um, my dad and mom bought me a scooter. And I got... A, was it a Razor scooter? No. Was, was there a sticker on there that said Made in China? It's like, wait a minute. No, okay. The story is they had this big-ass box. All elves are Chinese, don't you know, kids? And the scooter was in the trunk of the car. I happened to catch a glimpse of it as they were, like, pulling out groceries and such. I caught a random glimpse of the scooter. And I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't really connect the dots until later. Right. That I saw the scooter that was on the, like, pictured on the box underneath the Christmas tree. And it said, from Santa. And I'm like, huh. Huh. I guess there is no Santa. Wow. And, like, eh. Do you remember what age this was? Hmm, elementary. Elementary, like first grade or something? No, late elementary. Late elementary, so like 
So like 10, third 11? Okay. I was telling Jess, like, by, like, age four, my mom was just like, shut up. There's no Santa. We're Jewish. <laughs> I mean, for you. But, um... <laughs> for you. There's no Santa for you. No. Okay. You don't get a Santa. I had nine years of a Santa. Yeah. I also elected at, like, age 12 to stop trick-or-treating, too. Oh, that's sad. My dad told I felt me. I was too old. But no, my dad I should have been going since I was till I was fifteen. Honestly, you see, I feel yeah. like I did like the healthy transition of kid who wants candy to teenager who wants to fuck about. Yeah, I've only I didn't TP my first house until I was like sixteen. I have never TP'd a house. Oh, I I've thrown eggs at. I've done a tree. I haven't either. I've TP'd a house and I've egged a house. Mm -hmm. I have not. I've done neither because I lived in an apartment complex. And do you know how hard it is to try to throw toilet paper over the roof of a four-story apartment? Also, like all the like, I feel like I kind of do, piece. yeah. Yeah. It's almost impossible. Like you can't... <laughs> oh, I'm sure there are, there are children out you there. You need to get, like, I'm sure, like, ply. kid Tom Brady could do it. <laughs> Lord. Hey, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. You uh, want to help out? You yeah. Toilet help paper us? challenge. Toilet, toilet paper challenge. challenge. How far can you throw a roll? God, if we really propose this challenge to the internet, we're going to be responsible for so much cleaning <laughs> no and enough. potentially no we're only challenging bird Tom nest Brady. fodder. Yeah, no, 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 we're only challenging Tom Brady. We're only challenging Anybody Tom Brady and it. any other NFL quarterback. Yeah, anyone else who does it, I mean, that's on you, not on us. Yeah, make it to the NFL, and then you can participate in our <laughs> exactly. dumb challenge. Exactly, you can take your own, make it your own. But I mean, mm -hmm. Tom Brady, come on, man. So we just talked about something that is definitely not Christmas. Let's talk about something that might be Christmas. Ah, uh, no, it is Christmas. Uh, okay, debatable. No, no, no. HBO has a category for this now, guys. I meant to tell you both the other day. Like they actually categorize as a Christmas movie? Yeah, and they put... Well, the people put, at HBO are fucking hacks. They put Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it I, is. Yeah, so it, so it is now, according to HBO, a Christmas according movie. According to HBO, Die Hard is a Christmas film. Well, I don't know if Die Hard's in there, it actually. It is. It should be in I think it you is. You know what? Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I've got HBO on my phone. I'm going to pull it up. Ah, rich girl. <laughs> I, hey, I let me, let me Let me just say... I got this shit for free, man. With your phone plan? No, through my father. Okay, father, well... Father Nightingale. <laughs> Hi, Dad. Father Nightingale. Hi, Dad. Why is that? Why does that sound like a pseudo like superhero in a steampunk world? Father Nightingale. Father yeah. Nightingale. Oh why does God. that work? So it sounds well. more like a very corrupt. I mean, for you priest. guys have a yeah. picture of me. You can imagine who my father is. I'm imagining just like I know who you, I know your father. Just yeah, you maybe. with a beard is what <laughs> Hello, I think sir. your father looks like. No. Yeah, I'm picturing it now. It's loading. Guys. But no, I, I I don't know how I feel about Die Hard as a Christmas movie. I, I think anything that's set in the season that your family you. watches for a holiday is a holiday movie. But is it watched for a holiday? I think Die Hard is now, yeah. And I okay. think it's I, I think always... it's watched by people like Rose who are like, fuck you, I'm watching this. <laughs> this I is watched... my Christmas movie. But it came um, out in July. Christmas in July. But Christmas yes. in July. Goy shit. That's goy shit right there. Christmas in July. That means white people shit. That means yeah. white people shit. I mean, it's... Or just non-Jews. You weren't in the room Actually, for no, it. Actually, it's for boarding schools. Like, because they're gone all year long. So during the summer, when the kids are home, they'll do Christmas in July. That's how it started. I know you that. kids in boarding schools I thought people were just Christmas? like... I thought people were just like HBO really entitled. Die Hard. 
What else does it consider a Christmas, non-Christmas? You know, you, did you pull up the list? Hold on, I'm pulling up the list now. Okay, what about Gremlins? Gremlins also takes place on Christmas. Yeah, Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Yes. God damn it. Uh, um, look, all I'm saying is I have heard the argument because it's a man trying to reconnect with his family who, if I'm not mistaken, the woman actually is... Is that not every staple Christmas film? Yes, and I am aware that the wife is named Holly, and I know that it is oh, Christmas. her name's Holly? Yes. There we go. But here's my thing. If it's Christmas... Is that not every HBO Hallmark film right there? I... The absent father coming home from But you know what, do- what doesn't sell it for me? The what? setting. The setting? The setting. Why would it be in Los Angeles? A lot of movies are shot in Los Angeles. Well, yeah, I know that. But, like, why would you want to make a Christmas movie in sunny L.A.? Didn't right. Jingle All the Way take place in LA? Yes. I don't know. Did enough it not? I think it did. I'm going to say yes. I, I think Jingle All the Way is on HBO. I'm going to say. Jeff has my phone. Can you Google that real quick? Hi, Gertie. I know we're getting sidetracked. Oh, there you go. It's our thing. I just knew there was a Christmas collection oh, in there. There is a Christmas. Jeff, I think you just found yeah. it. Yeah, I just Christmas hit Browse, browse collection. collection. So when that loads, there will be a subset list that is like. Pretty much Christmas movies. <laughs> Look, Elf is on there. Well, Elf that's is not, definitely that's a Christmas movie. That's like he's from the North Pole, okay, and he Christmas sees Santa classes. Claus. Okay, of course, it's a Christmas hold on. movie. Hold on, it's lit. It's loading. There we go. Holiday ish. Okay. Yeah, holiday ish. Holiday ish. Don't say ish. You can drop on ish on anything. It doesn't change what it is. Mm, ish. Friday after next. Hell yeah. <laughs> that was the first title that loaded. You want to know what? Brody can get down on that one. Yeah, well, that's very much a Christmas movie. <laughs> yes. You know what? I take it back. And it does take place in Compton, which yeah. might as well be LA. Yeah, there we go. Ha! Yeah. Ha ha! Congratulations. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. I believe now. Uh, I believe. I meant, like, I meant to tell you guys that when I was perusing HBO the other day. I was like, oh shit, they're going to love this. There's an ish list. There's an ish list. There is that, ish. That's my ish list. But uh, yeah. it has multiple meanings. Fine. I, I it's grew ish. Up, to be honest, like Die Hard was released in the '90s, and I grew up watching it for Christmas. Mm-hmm. That was one of the Christmas films. Is it your, does your dad like it? Yeah, dad loves it. Die Hard two and all the other sequels. That's not Christmas though, right? No, just no. the first one. Just the first one. Would you watch it on Christmas? Die Hard two. No. Why not? I, those are the ones that I watch all year round. <laughs> but Die Hard specifically Brody. is for Christmas. <laughs> oh, God. Why? Okay, hold on. No, no, no. Batman Returns. I'll accept it. Is it a Christmas movie? It's a holiday-ish film. I accept it. And you want to know 1992. why? 1992. I think Scary Movie 2 is on there, too, guys. <laughs> really? Gremlins is on there. Shazam. Oh yeah, Shazam. I guess it, yeah. Oh, and Eyes Wide Shut, which I agree with that as well. Lethal Weapon. Is if on if there. Die Hard can be considered a holiday movie, so can Eyes Wide Shut. There's but you more, see, like, there's more Christmas trees. You than see Eyes the Wide can Shut of worms that this opens, hold on, hold on. though. Hold on. Here's a here's a very surprising one for me. Dumb and Dumber. I agree with that. No. I've never seen it. What? They no, go to a ski it. resort. What? Right. I don't know. I've Although his name it. is Holiday. Yeah. It's holiday and the other one was named Christmas. 
Lloyd Christmas, yeah. Lloyd Christmas and Harry. Jackie Holl- Harry Holland? No, he, the, the lady he's after. Harry Dunn. It's Harry Dunn and Lloyd Christmas. <laughs> Just because of Lloyd's name. It's I a feel Christmas like movie. it takes so little to be um, a Christmas movie. According so, to HBO, Rent from 2005 is also a holiday film. The reason why I will accept Dumb and Dumber as a Christmas movie is because of the atmosphere. It's very holiday-ish. It's winter. Yeah, exactly. It's just winter. Yeah, it's yeah. just winter. I don't yeah. know. I just winter agree. in Colorado. Rose, you've never seen it. <laughs> I'm siding with Brody on this one. Rose, you've never seen it. I'm siding with Brody. I think, I think there Yay. are Christmas decorations there, though. Yeah, but it's winter. Do they Do celebrate Christmas? There's scenes the with Christmas trees. Okay. So? They don't celebrate winter. Christmas and Die Hard. They're called Pines. How is Die Hard a Christmas movie and because Dumb and Dumber can't be? The whole point is literally, oh, I have to go home for my fam- to my family. No, the Christmas. whole point of Die Hard for is Christmas. to overthrow terrorism. <laughs> During Christmas. He's like, oh, I'm trying to get home to my family for Christmas. I'm trying to reconnect <clears throat> with my wife. Who so I feel like that's Christmas. your interpretation, but if I were to stop, and I'm going to do a survey tomorrow at work. Oh What's Die Hard about? I guarantee you the last thing someone's going to say is, oh, it's about a guy that wants to get home to his wife for Christmas. And in fact, if, no, it's not. Yes, and it if is. you, no, you can't because you can't recommend anyone that movie telling them it's about a man that wants to get home to Look, his wife to play for devil's Christmas. advocate, he didn't come to LA to fight terrorism. He exactly. came to see his wife for Christmas. Thank you. And then he ended up just trying to stop a, like, a terrorist plot because he got caught in the middle of the fucking thing. And he's the only one who could stop it because the cops are too dumb, except for one person, to help him. Yeah, Officer Jackson and Jackson. No relation. No relation. Okay, so if That's Dumb and Dumber does take place during Christmas, would you consider it a holiday movie? If what does? Dumb and Dumber. No, I what? still wouldn't. The, nothing that they do is Christmas-like. There are no gifts. They, they build snowmen and go skiing. It's okay, Jim Carrey stalking a woman. Go, do you not build snowmen in the winter, though? It could be in January, Jess. Yeah, February. There's a lot more winter to happen. January and February. Oh my gosh, she's Googling it. I'm just looking for other opinions, okay? okay. Please, the internet, help okay, me. Reddit. Help okay, me learn. Reddit. Oh, Reddit. oh, Reddit's my go-to source for a lot of stuff. Reddit. Mm. Okay, what does Reddit say, Jess? Um, so this person's, it's Reptar1220, two years ago. Is Dumb and Dumber a Christmas movie? Lloyd's last name, all the snow in Aspen, the knitted sweaters, and the one guy wearing a knitted sweater with reindeers on it. I'm, I don't know who's talking. Oh, I don't know who's fucking talking. In the dream sequence where Lloyd is humoring Mary, the actress. That's a dream. The actress who plays Mary's real name is Holly. No. Oh, okay. A small bonus on the Christmas theory. Families around the fire. Yeah. That's basically all I got to consider it a Christmas movie contender, which is more than I can say about Die Hard. Jim Carrey. <laughs> It's about two idiots going across the country trying to stalk a woman and killing mobsters on the way. Um, That's not Christmas. Second comment down, and this was just a month ago. Also, if Lloyd Christmas gets married with Mary Swanson, her name would be Mary Christmas. (laughs) That's pretty hilarious. That's not Christmas. That's good, right? That's good. I'm not convinced. I still haven't seen it. Look, if Santa was a main character in Dumb and Dumber, then maybe. I mean, what about Nightmare Before Christmas? Is that a Halloween film? Or oh, a uh, well, here's Tima. also uh, Dumb and Dumber was released during Christmas. <laughs> All right, so that kind of is my own logic against me with yeah, Die Hard. Yeah. yeah, your own logic. Your own logic. 
I'm, I'm throwing it back in your face. Thanks, Reddit. Always got my back. And some, most of the time you don't. Actually, I <laughs> don't even really comment on Reddit anymore because I always get shit on. Yeah. Reddit, and, Reddit, and most I... people are really mean on Reddit. <laughs> oh, my God. I... Have y'all ever have y'all ever been on the brain no, cell subreddit? No, they're absolutely mean. I posted a question once. It was in this area. We don't. We're not going to give out names. What's yeah. the best Chinese food? There's not a lot of good ones, Brody. You know that you live over here, and oh, I yeah. listed the best ones, and I got downvoted to shit and told I. And they were like, "No, if you want authentic food, you need to go all the way over here downtown." And it's like this fucking person asked where to get Chinese food in this area. No shit, there's better options other places. This is what's good right over here. Y'all ever been to the Brain Cell oh. subreddit? No. They It no. got taken down. <laughs> and it's a good thing. But it really was just like the biggest like corner of QAnon incels and shit like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I I used to peruse incel subreddits all the time for my own entertainment. That shit is somehow entertaining in it a is, way that's... It is. And, and it's also as a woman simultaneously horrific but i oh, think yeah. it's like echo chamber stuff like i i feel like you know it's just like they're egging each other on a lot of them could never act on anything that they're saying I, I do kind of take comfort in the fact that it's a lot of people who are like literally pushed to a specific corner of the world and this is it yeah i mean really... everyone deserves a space but echo chambers are very dangerous yeah as we have seen all right so I, I speaking just... of a very oh. incel christmas I didn't know where I was going with that. Star I just wanted Wars. To Star Wars. <laughs> Are we bouncing back to Star Wars? Oh yes. Okay, hold on. To be fair, before we started recording, we were talking about Star Wars, which is why I said bouncing back. Mm-hmm. Because um, well, where were we talking about Star Wars about? Uh, we, we were, were debating. talking about Star Wars because we made Brody watch one of the worst films in history. Yeah. And I was telling Jess that we shouldn't. Oh, make the him Super watch. Mario Brothers yeah. movie. Yep. To be fair, we didn't make Brody do anything. I drew the short straw. He drew the short straw. We all wanted to do it, and I was just like, well, a guy's got to do what a guy's got to do. I I didn't rewatch the Star Wars Christmas special Thank because, God for that. because I really couldn't take it. I That's watched, fair, man. I've seen it two times, both while yeah, I was I've in, seen it once. Once in high enough. school and once in college. I, I saw it once, and that was enough. Yeah. I've never seen it. So. Um, so. The general overview is that what would what would you prefer the general overview of the content or the gr- the weird ass history? Content. Do the content first, so the okay. weird ass history makes a little bit more sense. Okay, so the actual content of the special. Yeah, because is, I mean the point of it is the point of it is uh, Chewbacca wants to go home to Should his home go? planet of Kazook. We go home. It's Kazook, right? His own. Something like that. I, I've seen it written. I don't know how to pronounce it. Doesn't and I, I'm not going to try He it. wants to go home to his family, his, his father, his son named Lumpy, and... <laughs> no, no, they didn't. He, yes, they did. His <laughs> kid's <laughs> name is Lumpy. Yes, Lumpy is a nickname because... It's a nickname. But is he Lumpy? He's a kid. He's a child. That's not answering my question, but continue. And... It's it's a variety show featuring all of your familiar Star Wars character, including the big three. The uh, space anus is that is that in it? Who? The space anus. Space anus? Yes. Yeah. The whole movie is a no. space anus. There's a space anus in Star Wars. It sucks everybody up in a desert. Oh, oh. the Sarlacc pit. It's a giant the anus. Pit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I thought you were talking about the anus from Thor. I, I was sitting here telling you it was oh, the wrong Thor's franchise. anus. 
That's another podcast. Welcome back to Thor's anus. <laughs> I was waiting. Oh my for god, that. I'm gonna make my I'm gonna make a new Reddit name and it's gonna be Thor's anus. No. <laughs> so good. No. Okay. But Where speaking of uh, big assholes in space. <laughs> All of your favorite characters are back. Uh, Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and Carrie oh, Fisher yeah. together. And you can tell they do not want to be there. No. And the whole thing is a variety show centered around uh, Chewbacca's family waiting for him to come back for Life Day. A, a, a holiday. It's like their version of it's yeah, it's them celebrating device, the diversity of their ecosystem they once every three years. They should have just animated I'll get to that in a sec. Um, but the majority of it, like I said, is the Wookiees waiting for Chewbacca to come home. And they are interrupted by a lot of musical performance. All with One of them, the one I remember the most being Jefferson Starship. What How was, right is that? Was it Starfish? Or Starfish? Starship? Yeah, Jefferson Starfish. Was it Starship? Yeah, Starship. Jefferson yeah. Starship was in the holiday special. I don't remember that. Uh, they were. And they were just, I really don't remember It was just like, that. hey, do you want to be there? And it's like, yeah, sure, why not? And it's oh a gig's God. a gig. But a majority of the special is just Chewbacca's family waiting for him to... Uh, no, I'm just going to... Oh, you're going to play it. Is waiting for him to come back. And it's a whole family of Wookiees just sort of sitting around, talking to each other. No subtitles. No... No real lines either. No, and I'm just going to go ahead and play you a little bit of the uh, audio. Hopefully it uh, like captures well. But uh, this, imagine that this is a five-minute scene of... This is one of the very long scenes, and here's just a little taste of it. Sounds like someone eating a bunch of peanut butter and crying. <laughs> it looks like an adult swim show. <laughs> it really does. Like if I passed by TV with that on, I'd be like, oh shit, adult swim's got Star Wars now? No fucking way. And it just goes on and on like this. Just very incomprehensible family situations. I mean, it goes on long enough for you to understand, oh, these are Wookiees. Well, they're definitely Wookiees. Yeah, they're definitely Wookiees. And they're just waiting around. Oh, that's a picture, picture of Chewie. Oh, these are Chewie's family members yeah and is the picture just like really big hanging on the back of the wall yeah and it says Chewbacca in the corner yeah yeah (laughs) it's just so you can't fuck it up Mm. I noticed they all look very different than how Chewie looks too yeah which is good on their part I guess but (laughs) it's good on their part but just a little more of the history of it uh it's known as the the biggest mistake George Lucas ever made he is now historically known as very, being very hands-on with his projects. This is the one time where there was a variety show dream team. And he's just like, yeah, you guys can do whatever you want. He and regretted it he, so, so much. much. He's, I think the quote was, he, if he could, he would smash every copy of it with a sledgehammer. He wanted to erase it forever. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Being yep. the dumbass. And you can just watch it on YouTube. He, he, it's on YouTube. Yeah. 
And that's why YouTube's amazing. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why YouTube is amazing. The second reason would be that um, our podcast is available for you to listen to and subscribe to and comment and like on YouTube. Yeah. You can listen to it on Spotify. And, and Apple Music. And Apple Music. Isn't that crazy? Or Apple Podcasts, have, I should say. Oh, we have uh, Instagrams since we're doing this vlog. Instagrams, Twitters. We're finally starting to post and stuff. Yeah. You, you can see Justin Brody and how tiny I am. Mm-hmm. And you can also see a picture of me as Freddie Fazbear. Yeah. We, uh, we, when we went or to Fred, see... Well, just channeling my inner Freddie Fazbear. Yeah, when we went to see uh, uh, Spider-Man, we all took a fun little group picture and... Uh, and Rose didn't want to like show her face or anything because putting yourself out there on the internet is kind of scary. And so she just put up her hood. And I pointed out, hey, you know that you look like Freddy Fazbear. Your eyes are like glistening in the darkness, like a like a Jawa or like a Fre- or like oh, a Five Nights at Freddy kind really of thing. No. See, the first thing that came into my mind is she looks like, or they look like um, a member of Legion from Dead by Daylight. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that. And Brody's like, Rose, you look like a fucking animatronic. I'm like, well, you know, you're you're kind of giving me security, Legion vibes. Security breach just came out. Oh yeah, that's the third reason why you should be on YouTube right now. Mm. All right, real quick, Brody, watch your favorite streamers we, freak out to it. Before I we started uh, recording, I was asking Rose about it, and they told me that it plays a lot like Alien Isolation. I am so fucking happy. I Isn't know that crazy? We're deviating from it, and Brody's probably going to cut some of this out. Nah, let's just go into it. So, But, like, because we're in this plug, I love Five Nights at Freddy's. I've been following the franchise from the very beginning. I played the first one, had no inclination to play any of the other ones except for Security Breach. But, like... It plays so much like an Isolation. An- yeah. Alien Isolation. One of my favorite games. Unfortunately, haven't been able to finish it. I'm getting there. I'm trying. I'll keep you guys posted on that. I think the big thing we were talking about is just like after... Free roam. Free roam, yeah. Like, yeah, a free roam. It's, it's just like roam. so against and the formula. If you have a, an offensive weapon, you can just go guns blazing through the rest of the game. Remind- yeah, like I might actually pick this up. Is it available on PlayStation? Mm-hmm. Fun. Remind me again what the melee weapon is you get to take out on these <gasps> animatronics. Is it a giant banana? No. Why would you go to giant banana? I just it's a, it's a kid's place. I'm sure they're there. I would love to beat no. an animatronic to death with a giant inflatable banana that I fill with batteries <laughs> no. or something. No, no, no. You get a uh, a laser gun from a laser tag, but this laser gun is not good for humans and it literally incapacitates animatronics. To the point it stuns them for a few seconds so you can run away. So imagine what that would do to a human body. Why is this place open? What? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We That's just... the mystery of it. You have oh, to figure out why. Rose, you know there's a... There's murderous animatronics that and... That came the... out not too long ago that's like based off this. <sighs> so you do know about it. it. Do, we are not talking Did about it. Did you watch it. it? We are not talking about it. Why? Not today. Not today? Not today. Not, today is not the day that I want to go into that hellhole. Well, Did you watch it? I watched the um, trailer for it. Not impressed. Hmm. It's a trailer. I'm not impressed. You know, we should talk about hmm. Christmas. Yeah, let's talk about Christmas. Well, oh, it's a, wanna... What's another funny Christmas thing? Oh my gosh, the funniest Christmas movie, in my opinion, is definitely uh, Christmas Vacation. Really? I haven't seen it. You've never seen it? Nope. Never seen it. What? 
It's the one with Chevy Chase, right? Yeah, it's a National Lampoon's. Yeah, Chevy you see, Ch- I Chevy Chase, Randy Quaid, the whole gang. Julia, a young Juliette Lewis is in it. Um, the mom from fucking Everybody Loves Raymond. I don't know her name off the top of my head. I think the best part away. about growing up Jewish is that you can easily ignore all this. Well, you should watch it anyways because I think it's really funny. All um, right. I'm, I was actually just going to come into this entirely being like, everybody's seen it, but y'all haven't seen it. Nah, give no. us the Give us the, give give us us the, the down scoop. low. I'm just going to give you a quick gist. It's Clark Griswold with his family, always trying to do right by him, but he's... He's quirky, which these days is kind of like negligent father. But during the 80s, it was like just funny. Uh, <laughs> it was just funny. It's a different time altogether. That's, that's definitely a thing. Like when someone we'll said, have to do like, an episode of 80, 80s movies that have aged horribly. Put it's put on. Mr. Mom on there because it's like it's a it's a man who has to take care of his own kids and it's like. Yeah, it's called being a fucking dad. Yeah, yeah. It's right. like when people say like they're babysitting. You mean you're just. Existing with your Raising children? your own damn kids? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, Clark Griswold's a father, two children, a beautiful wife, uh, really looking forward to his Christmas bonus at work so he can put in a swimming pool for his family because he's a family man. Mm-hmm. Doesn't get that bonus. Oh. They get a subscription to the Jelly of the Month Club instead, which is really fucking funny, actually. It's like, like you, I would take cheese, wine, meat. There's like literally an endless subscription to anything else you can get, except jelly would be the worst. Yeah, really. <laughs> jelly really would be. Not even jam. Like, jam is delicious. Or chutneys. Jelly. The oh, worst. I love chutney of the month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, because you can at least do something with those. Uh, j- jelly. What the fuck are you going to do with that? I guess I'm going to eat a lot more peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah, really. Um... So that's like the overall gist. Uh, Everybody is coming together, uh, like his parents, his wife's parents. Everybody's coming to the house to stay with him. And it's just about him juggling all the different family members. And there's hijinks and uh, him dealing with the ultimate disappointment of not getting his Christmas bonus, you know, with his whole family there. A ton of stuff goes wrong. One of the best scenes that gets referenced the most is um, when they go to get their Christmas tree. And it's it's so big they can't they can barely fit oh, it in the house so they okay. have to chainsaw like the top of it and when they open up take the cords off it just bursts through the windows and there's a squirrel in there that gets loose that it's it's a lot of stuff like that shenanigans it's shenanigans hijinks we don't need to go into all the details what I what I do really want to talk about though have you seen any of the vacation movies Vegas Vacation I think I've seen some of Vegas va- uh, va- just uh, National Lampoon's Vacation European Vacation no. Damn, guys. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is our shtick. I, I just want to talk about um, Randy Quaid as Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie? Yes. He's just like, it's like the worst possible cousin you could have like er, ever married into. What the fuck? Family just Shut shows up. up in their RV and they're like, hey, surprise, we're going to stay for like a month. I'm <laughs> just, oh, God, I, I just lost that. my job. I'm just seeing a picture of this guy's robe. We definitely see this guy's balls in the movie, right? No, that would be funny. I think it's just a PG movie, but like if this movie was made now, you would definitely see Randy Quaid's balls at one point. Hell yeah. The picture Brody is referring to is the classic shitter's full line when uh, <laughs> Clark wakes up one morning and sees uh, Cousin Eddie up oh, front draining the sewage tank from his RV into the uh, sewers. And he just walks out. He's like smoking a cig and drinking a bud. And she's like, <laughs> hey, Clark. Shitter's full. <laughs> He's just draining it right in front of his house. And that's the kind of man that he is. It's just real. I, I don't want to say redneck, but and I'm not trying to be redneck. classist. 
but it, it's He's, white white trash. Yeah. Very white trash. Like the daughter has a like, there's one scene where like the grandparents are like to his little daughter, like, oh give me some sugar. And they like give her a kiss, like, oh you've gotta be careful. She's got a fungus that won't go away right there. So would you say this is more supposed to be like a heartwarming kind of thing? It's or both. it's both and it's also like like a gut punch, like, like cynical kind of thing? It's not cynical at all. It's 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 really like goofy. Okay. Goofy's okay. a better way to say it. It's goofy, it's silly, it's sometimes a little inappropriate. I'm in, in particular thinking of a scene where the family gets together to go to the Galleria to do some Christmas shopping, and Clark gets uh, is mesmerized by the panty sales lady at, at the department store. And she's like lifting up her skirt and showing him like, you see, no panty line, because no panties. <laughs> And he's trying to buy underwear for his wife, and he's just, like, in awe of her. And his son, Russ, walks up, and he's like, look, Russ, no panty lines. Then realizes that, oh, shit, that's my son. So that's kind of a good representation of who Clark is as a person. All right. He's trying to do the right thing, but he's ultimately just, like, a really imperfect person. Also a huge horned dog. it's It's, like, one of those, like, 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 oh, he's just a horny dad things, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. Regardless, it's a funny movie. It's funny. It's very Christmas-centric, and it'll make you feel better about your holidays if things haven't gone to plan, which they never fucking do. Nah. But I it is by far my uh, favorite Christmas movie. That sounds like what it is for. Like, the people who know, like, hey, Christmas always kind of ends up in the shitter anyways. Oh, Let's anytime just... you have expectations and plan too much for anything... You're going to be disappointed. And you see all these movies about, like, the perfect family get-together and someone who has to save Christmas and everything being this perfect white Christian utopia. Look at how great my tree looks. Look how perfectly my gifts are wrapped. I'm going to say again. None of that happens in there. None of that happens in this movie. Yeah. Also, they overcooked the turkey so much that when they cut it open... I remember that. Like, it just kind of curls up. it, It curls up. It's all just puffed up with hot air, and it's just, like blackened meat and skeleton inside it's really funny nice yeah so not a lot lot more i can say about it i i would say watch it but i don't think either of you are going to no no but it it is an american classic i'll watch it as an american classic but not not as a christmas movie Probably besides Elf, like the most popular Christmas movie. Oh, I do love oh, me some Elf. Yeah, no, I would no. say besides Elf, Christmas Vacation is the most popular Christmas movie. No, because I've got a good contender: Elf Ooh. and The Grinch. Oh, the one with Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, the yeah. original animated from 1996, and then most recent remake with Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm not I didn't see that. the Benedict Cumberbatch one. I thought that was weird. I like the Jim Carrey one, but I've rewatched it as an adult, and I have to say all the Dutch angles kind of drive me a little insane. Yeah, no one really I likes like Dutch angles. Those. No, Dutch angles used um, sporadically and very tasteful. Can in like really a in like a horror movie it, sense. You should have seen the look Brody gave me when I said I like the Dutch angles. The whole <laughs> movie, Brody, that whole movie is shot in Dutch fucking angles, and, and it's it's um it makes you kind of nauseous. It yeah. works though, and and everything. And when Elaborate. I, when I watch that movie now, all I can think is how much everything looks like a soundstage, and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's unavoidable. But, bros, why do you like the Dutch angles? Why do you I like bad know. cinematography so much? Okay, first of all, it's not bad cinematography. It's different cinematography. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I mean, to me, it works because within, like, the feel of the movie, 
you know, this is, it's the first, like, to me, personally, it's the first live action away from the animation. So you have to, it's not quite trying to recreate everything from the animation, but it's trying to have this wild and wacky and just enjoyable ride for children to have and for like a hark back to something that the parents grew up with and so like Jim Carrey though did not know this for the longest time he can actually do that that actually that grin that he does yeah he's got a rubber face he's got a rubber face his whole body's made of rubber yeah his whole body's made of rubber like Gumby his like his the control of his facial muscles is amazing. I have no issue with any of the acting in that movie. I think I think it's, it's all fantastic. It's phenomenal I think like, acting. That man carries that movie on his shoulders so hard. He carries yes. every movie he's in. I know he yeah. did an interview like six years ago, and it's like, what are the upcoming projects you have? And he's like, I'm in the business of polishing turds. Yeah, no, totally. Because you can put Jim Carrey in anything, like literally anything, and he's gonna make it at least a C plus movie, no matter just on his ba- his standing alone. Oh yeah, it'll oh, be yeah. passable in my book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the same cannot be said for Adam Sandler. But if Jim Carrey took the Adam Sandler route, they would all be C plus movies. I mean, like yeah. let's let's be honest. If Jim Carrey's polishing the turds, Adam Sandler's producing them. <laughs> <laughs> Brody, that's the best thing you've ever said. Damn right it is. It really is. But just to go back to just just for cultivation, in case someone doesn't know what a Dutch angle is, it's basically just like a very tilted shot, it's which is often tilted. used for like to make me feel uneasy. It's uncomfortable, but which I kind of get for the Grinch because he's a fucking monster. It, it, this movie, but though, it's used all the time in the movie. It's yeah, not just it's, peppered in. It's, yeah. it's kind of constant. If they peppered it, it'd be is, good. Here's the thing: it's constant because it's trying to. It's from a perspective of child, right? So you're you're cat, you're a kid, who's basically carrying a lot of metaphorical weight on their shoulders because their whole community um, hates the Grinch, and she wants to know why, right? So I like the Dutch angles because it shows like the perspective of her world flipping upside down, how everything is. But it's not all from her perspective. Yeah, I would say Cindy Lou Who is not not the protagonist of this movie. It's not At best is a second and is a secondary character and doesn't even really become... You could take her out and the movie would still be good. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. Brody just put up a good point. It's It's not all from her perspective, but a lot of the Dutch angles is like, to me, I get the feeling that her world is flipping upside down to so like everything she grew up knowing. I think. The, I think. Who directed this movie, by the way? Um, that's a good question. That's a good question. Googling. Let's see. Will it be Jessa Brody who gets there first? Why am I thinking like fucking Ron, Ron Howard? Yeah, I thought it was Ron Howard. I couldn't remember his name. That makes sense, Ron Howard. Actually. Yeah. Okay, so Ron Howard's a very competent oh, filmmaker. Ron Howard. So he's a very competent filmmaker. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, I just like saying Ron Howard. Like you that. know, can you imagine if someone like Sam Raimi made this movie? No. Ooh, yeah. No. That Grinch would have eaten that kid. No. But that, no, but that would have been the vibes you were going for. He can do it. He did Moulin Rouge and Romeo and Juliet. He can take. He can do anything that he wants to do. I'm gonna save a lot of Sam Raimi talk for when we get eventually get to Spider. You're right. I'm gonna clip, in part I'm gonna, two. I'm gonna I'm gonna clip it right now. But I'm just saying that, like, I that I think that's kind of the spectacle they were going for, and for me, it comes off as nauseating and hallucinatory in this mm-hmm. movie. It doesn't come off as oh, childlike. The, 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 no, 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 not, not at childlike all. at all. No, not it's childlike dark. At it's all. gritty. It it's, looks like the movie is really dark. Actually, it's yeah. not very well lit. 
What? The movie. It's a dark Which movie. The Grinch. It's a dark movie. The movie we've been talking about. <laughs> what are you talking about? I've seen this movie so many times and I rewatched it recently and I did not like it as much as I did as a kid. Specifically no. because of the Dutch angles. Every single set looks like a soundstage. Which is something that once I've decided I know I can tell that it's that, I can't enjoy it anymore. Mm. That's it disappointing. Did. And even the little cars they drive around, I, I just they should have used real fucking cars. It ruins it for me. They I look, like the little cars. No, car. it's just it's just a tiny little car on a tiny fucking little soundstage with a Dutch angle and I hate it. And it looks exactly like what I just it looks like what it is. It doesn't look like a magical town. It looks like a really elaborate soundstage. I think maybe that's like the charm, though, because like compared- although I'm willing to rewatch again. Yeah, the who's in amend it, yeah, but- the who's in this movie. Like the who's are supposed to be like these super nice people. The who's are straight up assholes in this they movie. Are. But well, the makeup the design for all the who's is wonderful, point. and the hairstyles as well. I like that's that. Part that's part of the, the point, though, for the who's. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we're all wonderful people and blah, blah, blah. But it's also partially a commentary on consumerism. Mm-hmm. My issues wonderful with this movie are nitpicking at best, but really the Dutch angles are absolutely absurd. You know, it was a really fun and fact that I learned about this. Mm. I could be paraphrasing this pretty hard, but uh, since Jim Carrey had to literally wake up at four in the morning and then just like sit in the chair for makeup for like five hours... Mm-hmm. He was immediately going to be like, hey, I really just can't fucking do this. This is too much. It's so hard acting in this thing. It's like five sweaters. I'm sure that suit weighed a whole bunch, right? Uh, it, yeah. it had to at least been 50 to 60 pounds. There's no way it wasn't. Right, and totally not. All of the hair and stuff. Yeah, it was heavy. And so he... Plus act- the yellow contacts must have been super painful. Yeah. He actually went to, I want to say it was like an FBI guy or Homeland Security. He uh, talked to an expert on torture what to see how he if there is any tips on like how he can endure this oh my god yeah ron howard tortured yeah well i mean like that kind of torture especially yeah where it's like one you're totally sleep deprived itchy heavy sleep deprived you can't blink your eyes are dry it sounds terrible and And also just like acting in a movie like that where you know they're gonna have to get a million different angles and having to do the same thing over and over again in like the biggest suit possible. That's that's got to be nuts. And he still delivers. Yeah, they're all still overpaid though. Yeah. Oh, what's <laughs> <laughs> there is though one scene that I absolutely adore, and it's the um, it's the table trick scene oh, where yeah. he goes and gets. The uh, tablecloth, mm-hmm. he whips it out from underneath. And he does it perfectly. And... He fucking did it perfectly. He was supposed to, <coughs> the trick was, the scene originally was supposed to be Jim Carrey pulls the tablecloth, everything falls off the table. Yeah. But he did it fucking perfectly, nothing moved. And he well, him going back and knocking everything over is comedic gold. Oh, <laughs> yes. yeah. He, like, grabbed the thing, but he realized... Nothing fell off the table. He went back and threw everything off the table and walked away. I have a small side note that we will discuss this at a later time because we should do a Jim Carrey deep dive. But mm-hmm. if, if you guys have seen a series of unfortunate events, yes. yes. Okay, so the special features on that, I don't know if y'all seen it, but a lot of it is just like 30 minutes of Jim Carrey improving. <laughs> and we'll have to watch it together. Oh, it's yeah. The fucking best. Him just doing Count Olaf without, with, without little think- to no restriction. I think there oh was even, God. like, a part that made the final cut where it's, like, 
he forgot <laughs> acting like a dinosaur no i was thinking about like there's like one part where he's like forgetting the lines and he's just yes, like yes. like like in character going back like ah you you say that line again let me run it back yes and that did make it in the movie and it, it works perfectly as count olaf's in an acting troupe yeah yeah i just had to bring that jim carrey's just so wonderfully talented and yeah. if you have any of his movies on dvd um do yourself a favor and see if he does a commentary or if they have any um like improv scenes or like deleted scenes where they let him go a little crazy because it's super enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll we'll talk about this in Spider Man No Way Home, but um, there's a thing with uh, Green Goblin's actor. Oh, Willem Dafoe. Yes, Willem Dafoe. I'll, I'll circle back around. One of when he was supposed to return in um, Tobey Maguire's. He films, also wore a big green suit. Yeah, he also wore a big green suit. One of his uh, things that he wanted, he's like, sure, I'll come back for the films, but I want to try Doc Ock's, uh, like, metal arms, because they look fun. Doc Ock used to terrify me when I was a kid. There's just, like, behind-the-scenes footage of him playing around with Doc Ock's arms? I don't think so, but that was one of his uh, little... um, tag-ons like yeah i'll come back for spider-man but i want to try doc ock's arms he's just like on set no one's really using them it's like hey can i play with those real quick yeah pretty much (laughs) i love it when actors do that when actors just go crazy and they're just given whatever they want to do we were talking about how our brand is just getting totally digressed uh willem dafoe's brand is definitely going crazy (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah it truly is I wish I could be like that. I have one really quick Christmas movie I want to touch on. I'm not going to like, I'm just going to give a quick synopsis. But I, I, okay, so I love Four Christmases. And I know it's a shitty movie. Up and down, I know it's really bad. It's Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. I think that says enough as it is. Yeah. I'm going to sound like an idiot. Who is Reese Witherspoon? You don't know who Reese Witherspoon is? Rose, I'm going to have to politely ask you to leave. She's she's a, she's a magical woman. She's beautiful. Oh my! You've never seen Legally Blonde? Oh, this chick. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know this her chick. name. I know her. Yeah. It's like, oh my goodness, how can you not know who she is? I love Reese Witherspoon. I'll oh, watch any gorgeous. shitty Reese Witherspoon. She's movie. gorgeous. I don't care. And I okay. love I love Sweet Home Alabama too. Unabashedly, I I like. I think that's a good movie. That's a. It's um, almost a perfect chick flick, actually. Like, Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, beat to beat, almost perfect. Hmm. Anyways, uh, Four Christmases, it's uh, Reese Witherspoon, Vince Vaughn. Um, they're like, yuppie, not getting married, wealthy couple, but no intention of getting married. They look down on marriage. Obviously, they're going to want to get married and yeah. have kids by the end of the movie, blah, blah, blah. What I like about it is um, the, them going to visit um, each other's families for Christmas. Both of their parents are divorced, and it's just like the, like the funny family interactions. Specifically... When Vince Vaughn goes to visit his dad and uh, John Favreau and the beautiful art teacher from Eastbound and Down, what's her name? I'm more surprised by John Favreau. John Favreau's <laughs> in this, and uh, let me pull up a picture for you real quick. Okay. What? But what's that woman's name from uh, Eastbound and Down? Oh, this dude. Yeah, so this is John Favreau in Four Christmases. He looks good. Isn't he happy? Yeah, but this is all. No, he looks pretty sad. Yeah, 
He's yeah. Happy Hogan. Yeah, that's John Favreau. I didn't know his real name. Really? We've <laughs> talked about him before. We've yeah. had so many discussions about John Favreau recorded yeah. on this show. He yeah. looks like a straight up bro in that pic. He is a bro. He's he's a total yeah, bro in this little, movie. Um, it beats the shit out of Vince Vaughn. They ra- they wrestle. Nice. Yeah, but I have to because he's always been Happy Hogan to me. I've actually had to Google almost like anytime we have a discussion with him. I oh. had to Google his picture so I know who we're talking about. Well, we did a food episode about him too. I know. I had to Google his picture. <laughs> John Favreau. Awesome. Happy Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Great. He also I directed the I... Iron Man movie. Carl Casper. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, um, no, that's, I knew that. That's I my favorite that. interaction. Um, if you want to watch a really dumb formulate Christmas movie... That also has some really good scenes from, like, talented comedians, which is ultimately why I enjoy the movie so much, is it's really chock full of super talented comedians just getting to jive off each other. But it's absolutely formulaic. It's not, like, a, a rememberable experience, except from the people that make it funny. I, I like it. But it, it's a shitty movie, for sure. But I enjoy it. Our My most sister Christmas said movies? she had it, hated it, and I think she just didn't oh. finish it. Are most Christmas movies good or bad? They're mostly bad. They're mostly terrible. <sighs> They're cheesy. I don't think, and I say this all the time, and I love watching great movies, but I think most people on the whole don't watch good movies all the time. I feel like, okay, personally, Hallmark movies are the worst. Yeah, yeah. especially when... Uh, the channel as a whole in Lifetime could die tomorrow and everything would be fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. Except for like 30 actors in Hollywood would be really out of luck. 30? And like more 200 like... crew members. Yeah. The crew members I care about more. No, the yeah. crew members could get jobs in a heartbeat. They might have contracts. But you know what I think is better than like actual like a million shitty movies? Hmm. A lot of shitty shows that have one good Christmas episode. What's your faves? Oh, I kind of want to go right into my favorite. I don't. I don't think I have one off the top of my head. So does go not for it. Fit into the description you just gave. Well, yours is very much like it's not Christmas, but no, it's weird and wacky. I mean, how it's else weird do you and describe wacky. Doctor Who. I um, naturally we destroy New York and the White House on a regular basis. Naturally, Doctor Who has to threaten London once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. We can't have Christmas without London being just, you know, threatened. I think the joke of the show is he can go anywhere, anytime, and he always goes to modern day London because that's when the shit goes down. I fucking love that, though. That's funny. I love that, though. I mean, we're also talking about a TV show that traumatized an entire generation just by returning. Oh, multiple. With one episode. The first Doctor Who episode in the early 2000s when it came back with uh, Eccleston. Yeah. The weird was, pointy looking guy. I like him. Was um, the sentient or animatronic or like the living mannequins traumatized. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So many people. That was our first fucking episode. So, yeah, well, of course. Gotta make TV a big was a lot tamer back then, though. No. Yeah, uh, it was. No. Uh, no. Not for Doctor Who. The, like I'll, I'll agree that there wasn't really as much room for experimentation, but I think like they really wanted to hook that audience, so it's like we gotta scare the shit out of them. Yeah, I mean. Oh no, but I just meant like right now, if you made like it, it would take a lot more of a threshold 
to get people on board. Well, nowadays, yeah, nowadays, because yeah. groundbreaking television happens, like, once every six months. Uh, I guess <laughs> I guess what I mean is, like, the overall palette of the general population uh, was more modest 20 years ago hmm. than it is today. I mean, what was on TV 20 years ago is very different than what's on TV right now. Yeah. But what would you say is, like, the tradition? Uh, what's the tradition for a Doctor Who Christmas? I mean, aliens, yep. threatening Earth, Earth annihilation, mm-hmm. and then saving Christmas and having everything done by Christmas Day. Or the stroke of midnight. Actually, I should say, it always takes place on Christmas Eve, and they have until midnight to fix it. That's a Doctor Who. Is episode. it really about Christmas, or is it kind of like Die Hard, where it just takes place on Christmas and it's holiday-ish? Ish. Ish? Yeah. I say ish. Yeah. I don't think a full-blown Christmas Doctor Who like special Is there a Christmas good. episode where he actually does do a Santa Claus thing? Because he can travel around the world in one night. He has the power to do that. It's called The Last Christmas, and we meet Santa Claus. There actually is a Santa Claus there in Doctor Who? There is a Santa Claus in Doctor Who. Aww. And Peter Capaldi is the doctor. Yeah, that's Santa, all right. Uh, I just showed him a picture. Um, season 9, December 25th, 2014. Okay. Is Santa an alien? Yeah, he is. How about you go watch it? Oh, I How about that. you tell me right now and waste, yes, don't waste Santa my time? Yes, Santa is an alien. Good nice. God. Everybody is an alien. Are the elves aliens? Hmm? Are the elves? No, they're human. Only okay. Santa's an alien. Oh, okay. So he enslaved them. I'm just, I'm making this up. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm making this up. Oh, I actually, so I've just been looking at a listicle, and I actually, um, it's jogging my memory. I do have a favorite episode, a Christmas uh, show, and it's obviously, it's a very sunny Christmas. It's mm-hmm. always sunny in Philadelphia. When Mac and Charlie realized their childhood wasn't as great as it was, which is really <laughs> what Christmas is all about. <laughs> and the historical... Uh, Charlie breakdown when he goes on Santa Claus's lap and it's like, did you fuck my mom? Yes. And then he bites off Santa's ear. Yes. And then and Frank crawls out of a couch. Yeah. Oh my god. Which is still like one of my most favorite memes. I I have it saved on my phone just to send to people randomly, and it's uh, Frank that's... crawling out of the couch. It's like, have any of you guys played The Witcher? So, <laughs> so Rose, for context, Dane DeVito's. I don't want context. You need it. No, I Fine. Uh, Dan DeVito just pops out naked of a couch. Enjoy that. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I pulled up like we pulled it up. squat and oil bending yep. over. I was going to say, Dan. Perfect male form right here, Rose. He looks pretty good naked. I'm going to give him that. He really doesn't look that bad. I he, love Danny DeVito. He looks more like him. Yeah, he looks, you know, a little little penguin ass. We love look, and here's him stuffed in there. <laughs> what the fuck? Do 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 do. Oh, there's a Jessica <laughs> falling out. Have any of you guys heard about the Witcher? That's like was me for two years. All right, I know. I know you don't really enjoy Always Sunny like that, but we'll watch the Christmas special together. We really should. Like a family. Okay, can we watch Doctor Who then? Uh, it's that, that's like an hour long, and this is only twenty minutes. I don't know if I like that deal. I don't think I can sit through it. Maybe, can we do it in January? Fine. That's acceptable. She said that she, they said that I'll be fine. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) I saw the eyes. She said so. Yes, we're fine. Yeah, it's happening. All all out. Fine. No, no, no. We'll watch it in January. I just can't commit to it until January 15th. Okay. 
But I was also eyeballing that listicle, and one of the things that I wanted to talk about that I saw in passing was uh, Community's uh, Christmas episode. It was super before its time. It's way, way more time. cerebral for how funny it is. And Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas is... So, you know the character Abed, right? Abed, of course, being the neurotic, on-the-spectrum character who sees everything through TV tropes. Okay. Like, that's he, how he can sort he of connects grew, emotions. Yeah, he um, he has trouble connecting with people emotionally, and uh, but all, like also on the flip side of that, really connects with people through a screen. Yeah. And he's just a movie uh, savant mm-hmm. and, and filmmaker. And one day, he on Christmas, he has a crazy mental breakdown where he sees everything around him in stop motion, a la Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh-huh! Yes. Okay. And it's it's just more. Like, okay. I think if you haven't seen it, the stop start motion is a lot more modern than that, but yeah. it is the vibe. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's just like the whole idea of like, and the episode is in stop motion. It's just like, you know, I think that there's something special about Christmas this year. Maybe that's the reason why everything's all in stop motion. They're looking at him like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> but Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas, the thing that I really like about it is that it eventually does divulge into sort of like this we gotta save Christmas trope, like narrative, trope. trope, narrative, whatever you want to call it. But it's done by Abed, who has a Muslim background, yeah. uh, Troy, who's a Jehovah's Witness, yes. and, Annie, also- and Annie, who's Jewish. And they all talk about their favorite Christmas hey. memories. Oh, and then um, Britta is probably atheist or agnostic. Yeah. Uh, Pierce is way too... Pierce is Pierce. Pierce is into cults he's, and yeah. shit. Oh, he's a Scientologist, we'll just say. And Jeff doesn't really give a shit about any religion. He's a nihilist. He's a nihilist. So all these people have to oh, say... I'm going to pop my Diet Dr. Pepper. Do it! Oh, fuck yeah. I, Diet Dr. Pepper's... Please, dear God, sponsor me. I spend it on godly amount of so money good. on Diet Dr. Pepper. No, but like... <laughs> okay, can we... Because Jess kind of did a shout-out for a sponsorship. Oh, can yeah. Just mark that most of the time it's just a joke on... Oh, yeah, we're entirely it's kidding. Like, it's a joke. We're, we're, it's a joke. If so. I did want a brand to sponsor us, I would love it to be like a good company of a, like a product that we use. Yeah. Yeah, like um, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Yeah. Artifact. <laughs> Artifact. Artifact would be great. Um, whose microphones are these? I don't know, but I would... Sony. Epticin. Oh, I would love Sony, too. Sony. Sony oh. would hook us up. Yeah, like like we're gonna... <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> Astroglide, I will, I will sing your praises every day. But no, it's You like, know who we don't want uh, to sponsor us? Who don't we want? Fucking Kellogg's. Fucking Kellogg's. And I'm Kellogg's. pretty sure I was listening to one of our episodes and I heard us, like, we made the joke, like, oh, please sponsor us. And then after recent events, I just wanted it to be made very clear so that, like, when, fuck Kellogg's. When I, said, <laughs> hold on, when I said that the only good thing Kellogg has ever done is say no to the KKK, I meant it literally. That's the only good thing they've ever fucking done. Yeah, no, it really is just like two brothers who thought that they were going to be scientists who changed the world, but really they just wanted kids to masturbate less. And they <laughs> and they true, competed in like, let's make a shitty cereal that'll make people weirder and, and healthier. And one stole the recipe, so Did the you other think one that like, they thought they'd be pooping too much, they wouldn't have time to masturbate? I, I, I don't know. From what I've heard was someone thought, hey, gorillas poop four times a day, and they seem pretty happy. So. (laughs) 
Yeah, they also throw their own shit around too. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like we've we've done enough. Oh, so I mean, the apple Brody's face was apple. like, yeah, that's something to consider. I mean, the apple doesn't fall far from the evolutionary tree. So. Ew. Uh, I have never picked up my feces and thrown it. <laughs> I mean, there. Just putting that out into the web right now. <laughs> you see, when you say something like that, it makes me think, wow, she really must have done that once. She really must have thrown her feces out somewhere. Yeah, to my knowledge, it has never happened. It's like, it's like Shane Dawson I did live when in he Florida made that video. for a few years, though, so who knows? <laughs> well, I mean, Florida is somewhat different. I think we've pivoted away enough away from Christmas into our uh, wait, 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 next wait, thing. Wait, 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 wait. Can you can we can you please just uh, wrap up Community Christmas? Oh yeah, so it's please. about a bunch oh, of okay, yes, it's just a, a slight deviation. Wanted to put that plug in. All right, let's let's go. So it's just about like a bunch of people who really just don't really follow Christmas, except Shirley. Shirley straight. Oh yeah, Christmas. we didn't even. We should, yeah, of course. Shirley we were thinking about all the Christmas. people who aren't in it, but like she's definitely in it. Uh, but we're just yeah, of course she is. But it's nice to just see like a Christmas special all about like people who don't really have attachment to Christmas, but like you know we have some good memories because of it, and I think like that's more relatable. To it's a lot of it's way more relatable, and um, it's really representative at least my experience with the holiday, mm-hmm. and I, honestly how mine was growing up. Oh, mine too. Just like the idea of like everyone else celebrates this, and I'm just and kind this of is like what observing. We're gonna do. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I love that. I've, I, you know, I've done some Christmas, but most of the time my family does it on New Year's. They do Christmas on New Year's? Yeah. Out of, like, convenience or something? No, no, we just call it the Armenian Christmas. Yeah, there it is. It's <laughs> your family tradition. It's our family tradition. Doing it All right, there. so I heard you guys say earlier, and I, I'm, I'm actually very curious, how did Hawkeye end? Uh, I I've got. A I'm honestly really curious. Okay, I've got so a theories, but Brody, please. Remember when I said it didn't start great? Yeah. And remember how I was really on the fence and thought that there were occasionally some cool parts. Yeah. And remember how like I really wanted to say whether or not this last episode would be good to determine whether or not the whole series as a total has been good. Yeah. It's not good. Okay. So to backtrack, we the last episode I'm not surprised. was that we covered was episode It was uh, four I wanna four. say. Yeah. yeah. Episode four. I was trying to mentally count in my head. So there's only like six episodes of this? Six episodes, so it's not a long watch. You yeah. wanna know what? I mean that seems appropriate to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's was... not you know what it could have been a movie. Yeah, it really should have been a movie. It could have been would a movie. Would anybody have watched it? Yes. Probably. They watched they watched Black fucking Ant Man. They watched. That's no, true. Ant Man was better. Black Widow. They watched Black Widow. Yelena came back. Oh yeah, your girl was in it. Yeah, Yelena. yeah. My Flory, Flory Pugh, Florence Pugh. I'll say she's. Yeah, the be- she came back in like the last. Yeah, she's a. Uh, she's amazing. Yeah, she's definitely the best part of the show. There's she's like the best one part scene, about everything that she. There's said. one scene where she's just like kind of in the middle of like a deadly assassin and valley girl on vacation i love her reaction to oh wow that's like exactly mm-hmm. what i want to be <laughs> i love her reaction she's just done so she's the it's episode five yeah I think, when the elevator scene is that five or six uh six is the like the last one where they're fighting each other that's the elevator scene is that the elevator scene or they're like yeah. in the elevator yeah, and, and she's trying to stall and how do you stall on like, the elevator? Yeah. <laughs> pressing all the buttons like, like no. Like, that's childish. Yeah. Like, 
childish. I'm that's, done with you. That's childish. Storms out of the mm-hmm. elevator. I love that scene. I like that she's never like really violent towards Kate because she doesn't really have to be. She doesn't have to be. In she fact, she like admires know. her a lot. Yeah, it doesn't. She doesn't know where Kate stands, and this just speaks volumes to how much Natasha influences Yelena. Because. Mm-hmm. I got very much like a Natasha Romanoff vibe Ooh, another, in that moment. Another cool thing about Yelena, and this was in episode five, uh, it starts with her having like a little side story and we get to see what it's like to be snapped and blipped from... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. so she's the one of the people who turns to dust. We have like a sequence where she's like going to the bathroom and then she just like poof and then is back. And it just like, it was like a second. And she just comes out like... Everything's changed, and I'm really confused. We get this in WandaVision, but I like the reiteration of it. Yeah. Like, I would say, like, more MCU things really need to be like, hey, this was a really crazy fucked up thing, and you can tell millions of stories just from that. Yeah. Because the first time we get it was um, one of the people in WandaVision. I don't remember her name. I The person who eventually becomes... Um... Uh, one of the Marvels. Oh, Rambo, Rambo, her name. Yeah, she blipped and she's like, oh, you know, where's my mom? I'm in a hospital. And the hospital's like in chaos. Yeah, it's like all these people just showed up and she's just like, I literally just took a nap. Like, what's happening? I don't know what's going on. And then we see Yelena and it happens to Yelena and Yelena's just like, what the fuck? I just stepped into the bathroom for a moment. Yeah, my skin got all weird and now I'm here again. And, And I do want to say that Yelena's character, how she actually stops for a minute. She's told, last time we see Yelena was in Black Widow, and she's told that Clint Barton killed her sister. She goes after Clint Barton. Because Julie, because fucking Elaine told her that. Yeah. Julia Leanne Dreyfus's character, who's still somewhat of a mystery. I thought she was going to show she's up in. Hydra. Ooh. Me personally, I'm on the, I'm, I'm in the camp that she's Lady Hydra. I, I think that's kind of where... I can dig that. She's definitely a villain. She oh, looks a lot like a villain. She is a villain. But I really just wanted the ending of this show to be like something big and something kind of great. And I was hoping it would be because my boy's back. Kingpin! Kingpin. Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin from the Daredevil Netflix series. Who... Je- have you seen the Netflix Daredevil one? No, but I saw it's on there today. Yeah, I've seen the Ben Affleck movie. Uh, not the same. I, I, I think hope you. Not. I think you would like it because Kingpin. I think in episode three, like squishes a guy's head in. Oh, that's cool. But is, he's... It, is it practical? Yeah, no. Yeah. He actually got his head squished in. Like they, no, 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 I mean, like they like... had to sacrifice an intern, no, but I mean, they like, got is the it shot. CGI is it practical? I think. Like... I think it's fully. Like, they do it from a distance, and it's just, yeah, just like... Yeah, because I, I hate it when it's full-on CGI. I don't like it. Yeah, and then, like, in the booth, there's just a guy punching a cantaloupe or something. Yeah, really. I will. I'm but fine with that. They, but here's the thing. Despite I, the, I don't think we're done with... I, I really don't. He's dead. I don't think Hawkeye's so. dead? No, no, Vincent D'Onofrio. What's happened to Hawkeye? Is he dead? No. Nah, he gets to he go home takes, with his family like Yeah, he finally idiot. gets... He makes it home for Christmas. Ugh. And, uh, he so takes is Hawkeye, is this a Christmas series? Yes. Per our... Yes. You know what, it's... Brody looks ill right now. Unfortunately, <laughs> due to our logic... Due yes. to our logic, it comes out during Christmas, 
It's it set in Christmas. Christmas. It's set in New York in Christmas, which is which is like I guess double Christmas. It's yeah. it's t- it's ties to Christmas. It's Christmas it's cubed. Reiterated, oh Christmas! I'll be home for Christmas. It has oh, so much Christmas music. In fact, when they first uh, show Kingpin at the end of an episode, the song is oh, you're a mean Kingpin. one, Mister Grinch. He's the guy from Into the Spider Verse. Yes. The yes. big shoulder man. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, it's all clicking now. Which is why I don't think we're done with Kingpin. He gets shot. I think we're not done with Kingpin. Did you did you see him die? No. That he's not dead. That's how movies work. Look. It's insinuated. <laughs> Whatever, it's Brody. You know I'm right. Jess, 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 Jess. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. It's time for imagination. Is it a Tony <laughs> Soprano death? <laughs> no. No. It's so a character we talked about Maya. Who is Maya. on? Maya. Is oh yeah, right, right. We didn't talk about Maya. Okay, cool. Who daughter. eventually goes on a big revenge quest because it, apparently Kingpin out, killed her actual father. Yeah, she she finds out. So that a character who has a change of heart and a redemption story based on revenge meets Kingpin, and there's a gun to his head, and he's all weak from a fight. And then off screen, we hear gunshots. What it's kind of visual storytelling does that say? Um, to me, if they did not show the body dead, that ah! means that the person who thought they wanted revenge realized they couldn't go through with it and just shot the gun to the air to the left or the right, it's, it's which is a far Then why would you shoot the gun? Why would you not just put it down? Anticipation. Because they thought about Fuck doing that. it and then last minute changed their mind, which is it's a more like, used trope than them actually killing the bad guy. I don't think we're done with Kingpin. Look, if they do... It wouldn't surprise me. We have to have... But everything about the way that that was shot is supposed to show, yeah, he's done now. So why would they film it like that? I'm not debating whether or not he's going to come back. I'm just saying that that's what they showed. They lied to us if that's the case. It's false advertisement. You want to know what? A lot of what they do is false advertisement. Marvel lies to us all the fucking time, though. All the damn time. Oh, um, I have another fact check I want to put in for myself. Oh, yeah, let's fact check. Um, I was calling, I was taught, I (laughs) kept bringing up Mystery Men a lot, which I do want to talk about more. It's fucking Captain Amazing, not Captain Fantastic. And I just want Mm -hmm. everyone who actually even bothered to listen to our superhero episode, they need to know that I know that and that I was just hooked onto one word and I was saying that. And I like was listening to it the other day, and I was like, "Uh, it's so cringe. It's wrong. It's I so think, wrong." I think you went on to Mister Fantastic, and I thought maybe there there was a comic issue I didn't know. Of. It's Captain Amazing, and I knew that the whole mm-hmm. time. I just was saying it wrong. I have another, That's all I wanted to say for myself. I have another fact check while we're on the subject. Mm. It was on our last episode, the kids shows for adults. Yes. I was talking. I was talking about Steven Universe, and when I was talking about. Uh, characters with gems on their heads, I said Pearl and Lapis when I really meant to say Peridot. Peridot, of course, also having that. But yeah, like, I didn't know. But Peridot didn't... and Lapis were like buds, so I think that's kind of where my wires got crossed. It makes more sense because Peridot Don't worry and about it. Um, Pearl are more similar. Yeah. Uh, Lapis is on her back, maybe? Where's yeah, it's yeah. on her back. Yeah, it's on her back. Um, we should do this more often. Yeah, we should. I, you know what? I, I thought you were wrong, but I also just... Stevens on his belly button. Yeah, as well as Amethyst. And that's one of my whole theory of the gem placement determining the personality thing is... And I, I, think, and I thought it was more of an artistic choice, but yeah. that given yeah, no, on no, the, I remember, yeah, I the remember rules of the just, world... It, we're, we're pinpoint... We're just, like, nitpicking the exact placements. We should I do this more often. Yeah, I fact check. When yeah. We, like, I think every 10 episodes we'll have a fact check segment. Yeah, I like that. I do, too. Because sometimes, you know, we're really off the cuff, and sometimes we say things... Like, oh, yeah, we, we're idiots. 
Yeah, I really yeah, am. We just go along with it. Yeah. Oh, I'm a happy fool. Mm-hmm. And I gotta tell you, the, the dumber you are, the happy you are. Uh, I, have an, I have another fact check I want to talk about. Oh, I know this one. This is me correcting you. What did I do? Uh, when we talked about Attack on Titan for the first time, you said there were seven Titans. Yeah, I didn't know how many there were. There's nine. There's nine? Wrong. Yeah. What? Granted, Aaron is There's like three nine? of them. There's nine. Wait, what? Hold on a minute. How can one That's person right. be three? Uh, uh, cannibalism. Yeah, cannibalism. We'll My explain things later. We, you know what? That's fair. Up. And I, when we do our Attack on Titan episode, I am going to make some sheets with all of the... We're going to make a flowchart. We're going to have to make a flowchart. We're going to have the Titans' names, who was them, and then maybe print out I can at work. What other fact checks we have? Um, uh, fucking Jeremy Renner is nothing like Rick Moranis, and we need to revoke that compliment that we gave him Yeah, last that episode. one came to us from a direct message, which I'm going to call as our first ever piece of listener mail. Yeah. From uh, our boy Zane, Zane, the only adult in the room at all times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, if Zane, you need an adult, it's he's Zane. He's our babysitter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, what was the message he sent to you, Jess? Um, he agrees that Tobey Maguire looks like he smells like cheese. Yep. <laughs> yep. He, underrated oh comment. God. And that Jeremy Renner is apparently, uh, allegedly, a piece of shit. And... He's nothing like Rick Moranis. And upon yeah. further research, he is nothing like M- Rick Moranis. And we really regret putting that out into the world. Mm-hmm. Rick Moranis is, has, a, is an angel. As an angel who's never done anything wrong, Jeremy Renner has some, some seedy allegations. Some very seedy allegations. Things that make you think, like, this guy really just is not stable. And maybe, like, the decision to give up acting is more just that way he can, like, rehabilitate himself. Rehabilitate himself, or maybe no one wants to work with him. Or little A, little B. Hmm. Either or. Either way. I not. I don't really give a shit. I I just remembered. Um, Toby Maguire smelling like cheese. He also looks like a youth pastor. <laughs> well, that's a joke they actually make. Rose, that was so good. He does look like a youth pastor. He it's... could be in Uncut Gems. Not Uncut Gems. <laughs> righteous Gems. Oh, okay. Righteous Gemstones. I was about to say, those are two different things. I'm all over the place with gems today. Yep. Crystal gems, uncut gems, righteous gemstones. <laughs> That's three right there. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else we want to touch on today, guys? We've uh, been recording for a while. I mean, like, we got a lot to get to, and no, we have been recording a while. Part two. Um, we'll, keep, we'll pick it up in part two. We'll pick it up I, in part there's two. definitely more, like, fact-checking we can do, but there's nothing really uh, big coming to my head. We need to move on to the big topic. The big topic, which you'll just have to wait for in part two, happening right now. Uh.